Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece with nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back in. Off and running another hour of game time decisions here on the SportsGrid Network. I'm Joe and Ari. Appreciate you Hanging with us here tonight on this December the 27th. Uh, much going on here. We've got a pretty interesting bowl game happening right now. West Virginia up 14 to 10 over North Carolina in that one. We got USC taking on Louisville as well as Oklahoma State. Uh, they are getting ready to take on Texas A&M here a little bit later tonight. We'll have much more on these bowl games coming up, but we do have a six-game slate here in the association. We've broken down four of the games, but I think we saved uh, two of the better ones for last to uh, to go over with the one and only Coach James Young in the house with us. All right, Coach, let's go to the 8 o'clock start here between the Suns and the Rockets. Rockets used to be pretty good at home. They're not really good at home anymore last night. As they, uh, What happened to the defense of the Rockets? Uh, you can explain that to me as they lost to the Pacers last night. And then you got the Suns, who you and I both know. Um, the eight burner accounts of Kevin Durant are on fire right now, looking for all sorts of outs here. Look at, not happy with the backup players, not happy with the... All right, what are we doing, Suns Rockets, here tonight? A lot to unpack in this game here, Coach. Yeah, a lot to unpack with Kevin Durant basically complaining about his role players on the <laughs> Phoenix Suns, but it was actually Kevin Durant that played poorly in their loss at home to Dallas on New uh, Christmas <laughs> night. So to me, I'm looking at a redemption game for Kevin Durant. Over 27 and a half points. Welcome in already audience game time decisions. This is Coach Young. Yes, I brought you in. Uh, hanging out with my main man, Joe Ranieri. And yes, I am going to take over 27 and a half for Kevin Durant, scoring 30.3 points per game. Yes, his burner count should be going, but Joe should his game tonight. Why? No Dylan Brooks and possibly no Tari Eason, two of the best Oof. perimeter defenders for the Houston Rockets. Plus, Houston on a second leg of a back-to-back. -back. Give me Kevin Durant over 27 and a half points. 
Three and nine straight up, coach. One eleven against the number. This is how bad it has been here for the Phoenix Suns over the last eleven games. This is going to be interesting here tonight. Uh, talk to me about the Dallas Mavericks, though. Also, should be an interesting game here tonight, taking on the Cavs, who just can't seem to string anything together. Lack of consistency, dealing with some injuries, obviously, but. Who do you favor in this one, Cavs or uh, Mavs at home? I don't know how you could take a look at, at taking Cleveland when you could say that Darius Garland out, Ty Jerome mm. out, Evan Moulton out. Ricky Rubio hasn't been with the team, you know, for a while. So you're looking at a Cleveland team that I've always talked about this on this network, Joe, either you're winning or rebuilding, and Cleveland's kind of getting to that spot where they're kind of, stuck in the middle, which could make a quite upset Donovan Mitchell. When is he going to ask himself out of town? Hint, hint. We were talking about Kevin Durant before. How about when does he ask out in Donovan Mitchell? But in tonight's game, I'm going to go with the Dallas Mavs. Now, listen, folks, there has been no report of Luke Dodge is questionable. So his props are out. Folks, buckle up. Do you know Earlier today, now it's it is it's down one. Oh, they're so nice. It's down to 35 and a half points tonight for Luka Doncic versus a team in Cleveland that plays no defense and really no defense because of the fact that their rim protector Evan Mobley's out. Give me the Dallas Mavericks. Secretly playing really good ball without Kyrie Irving because Luka Doncic is playing like an MVP. Give me the Dallas Mavericks. Actually. On the money line, minus 148. Anytime you see money line, 150 or less, safer bet than the three points. Minus 148, Dallas Mavs. All right, Lena with the, uh, with the Dallas Mavs here. Are you, uh, as we uh, take a look here at Coach's uh, plays uh, with the Bucks? I know you were confident there, Coach. OKC here laying the three. Uh, we got a, what is that? Double-double for Julius Randle and the Mavs laying the four or slash money line here. You, you like Julius Randle tonight to go off tonight? Yeah, I, I think the thing you look at, Joe, in this matchup tonight is, is, is you look at Julius Randle, uh, one of the top rebounding forwards in, in, in the NBA, and then you look at the fact that the Knicks are the number two ranked uh, rebounding team and rebounding differential um, and also rebounding percentage versus a team in OKC who is 29th. Also look at the fact Oof. that you're going to get a high-volume game, which means a lot of shots which means more opportunities for Julius Randle to get rebounds. Julius Randle, I think I saw it about minus 130 or so. Shop around a little bit. Julius Randle, double-double. If you think about it, folks, Julius Randle's uh, rebound prop on FanDuel right now is was sitting is sitting at 9.5 at minus 138. And you know he's going to be able to get to double figures in regards to points. So if you turn around and just take a double-double right now, updated line, Julius Randle, minus 135, couple of cents. Julius Randle should be able to get 10 points. It's the rebounds. He gets it tonight. Oh, I like the way you're going there. Now, Coach, we uh, last night on uh, in-game live, we, uh, we had to endure watching Detroit lose again. Uh, and then we looked at their schedule, Coach. And now we're going, well, when, when this is, there's no end in sight to this. We were debating on what the line would open up against the Celtics in Boston here tomorrow night. 
I, I thought it would come in under 20, but eventually be bet up at some point to there. I'm seeing 17, 17 and a half. I, I don't even think it's enough, coach. How can it be enough if nobody on the Boston Celtics starters play? They're still going to beat them by a ridiculous margin. This is absolutely shocking because a team that's lost 27 games in a row versus oh. the best team in the NBA with their whole lineup and the fact that they've had games where they played at Milwaukee and it was 16 and a half, and I would dare say Boston is better than Milwaukee. There was 12 and a half, or I think or 14 and a half versus the Knicks. They're, the Knicks are not as good as Boston. So to me, if it's 17 and a half, I would do this, folks. If, if you're nervous about a backdoor cover, which is always going to be a problem here, wait till the morning and wait for the first half line to drop. If it's at 17 and a half, you'll probably see it at about eight and a half, nine and a half. I think Boston jumped them early because when you lose 27 games in a row, the one thing you don't want to be is the team that gets them their next win. So you want mm. to jump them early. So to me, if you're worried about the line, I would go ahead and I would go first half with Boston. But to me, I had the same talk with, with Dave Sharapan last night on the phone, and him and I thought 19 and a half should be the number. I think it's going to start to move as people start laying money on Boston. Yeah, how does it not? I mean, this is just, uh, it's laughable at this particular point, but it's the uh, its the bridge they built. Coach James Young, best of luck with your plays here tonight, man. We'll talk to you again soon. GTD returns here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. All right, welcome back. In-game time decisions here on the Sports Grid Network on this Wednesday now. And uh, we told you, of course, we've got uh, six NBA games here we broke down uh, for you. We've got a couple of bowl games still to come here tonight. 
We're at the break in uh, in the Mayo Bowl there with West Virginia on top of North Carolina right now. But we also welcome back in the NHL and our good friend George uh, Kurtz uh, stepping in here to talk some hockey tonight. It's been a little strange here with, uh, you know, the NHL was here, it was alive, it was well, then it felt like it disappeared here for the holiday. But it is back here uh, tonight, Kurtz, a couple of games underway here with Columbus and New Jersey. I believe uh, the Capitals and the Rangers also underway there. And uh, Florida and, of course, Tampa Bay in my neck of the woods I thought was going to be interesting. What on these early slate of games did you uh, what intrigued you or piqued your interest here? Yeah, you saw it, Joe. The NHL, no one's played the NHL since Saturday, right? Everyone's had a four-day mm. break here. They give a Christmas break. They don't play before and after Christmas or, or on Christmas Day. So it always worries me somewhat because we've seen before when they uh, these teams get their five-day break that some teams come out very sluggish, some teams come out flying. So you honestly don't know what you're going to get tonight. Uh, also, the all the early games are divisional games. I mean, so mm. they're, they're trying to wind right up. Let's go at each other here. First thing you notice here in the uh, – uh, the Florida-Tampa Bay game, Tampa Bay was plus money at home against Florida. I just couldn't pass that up on principle. I think this is a pretty even mm. game otherwise here. But if you want to give me Tampa Bay plus money, I, the only person they're missing is Sergachev, which is a, a good, solid defenseman here, but Edmonds playing, points playing, Stamkos playing, Kucherov playing. Give me the lightning here. Vasilevsky's in net, right? We'll take our chances there. So that's the first thing I noticed there is that I'm going with the lightning, uh, lightning here plus money, plus, plus 104 just before the game against the Florida Panthers. Interesting. All right. We also had Ottawa taking on uh, the Maple Leafs here. It felt like an over spot. Is that, uh, were you thinking along the same lines there? Of course. I mean, but everyone's thinking that, including yeah, the books, right? It was minus 168. I mean, I, if you want to go first period, the first period over goal and a half was also, I think it was minus 164. I checked the alternate line. You know, Joe, I wish when they did the alternate total goals line, they would go by halves, you know? Six and a half, seven, seven and a half, eight, you know, instead they go six and a half, seven and a half. And you were getting a great price, but it was seven and a half. You want the plus, I think it was 154. That's a little bit rich for me. I would have liked to have seen what a seven would have been. What would you give me for seven mm. on the nose here? Minus 110? I would have taken somewhere right. in between there. That's really what I was looking for here. Instead, I went props heavy in this game. Uh, I think there are going to be a lot of goals. Like I said, uh, neither team has much of a goaltender here. We know that. Corpus Allo's in net. He has struggled. Ottawa has struggled defensively. Toronto always struggles defensively. And it doesn't matter who they have in net. These are all backup goaltenders. They're all, it's all backup goaltenders. Both teams have scorers here. I still like the over, but now this is a game, and we're getting it so far, right? There hasn't been a goal yet, I don't believe. No, they're scoreless a couple of minutes in. So this is an in-game over. I think you want to go scores for another minute or so and then hit the over here in this game. Before the game, though, I went prop heavy here. And speaking of goals, we have our first goal of the night. Uh, Aaron Eckblad scores for the Florida Panthers as they lead, now lead the Tampa Bay one zip. <laughs> Yes, Panthers. Thank you very much there. Two teams going in the opposite directions, uh, Kurtz, here, I thought uh, made this interesting. Uh, the Red Wings are atrocious. I think we can all agree with that, right? 2-7-1, and one, I believe, in their last 10. But Minnesota, ever since they fired their coach, right, they, they actually kept up the pace. I think they've gone 7-3. and three. Um, I, it's kind of hard not to look at Minnesota in this game, as well as the over, no? I mean, you're right about Detroit. Uh, we, uh, 
I was going to say bigger. That's probably the wrong word. Better things were expected from Detroit this season, right? We thought mm. they'd compete. Not for the division title, all right? They're not there with Tampa, Boston, Toronto, Florida, but for a wild card spot, we expected that. And it just hasn't materialized. Right? They're down their top two goalies. <laughs> I mean, Huso has gone, Lyon's gone. Not that these guys are world beaters, but still, you're down your top two goalies. James Reimer's now your number one. And he's an angel goaltender. He's fine. He's really a number two as well. Uh, but, you know, he's, they're average number twos here. So, yeah, I'm with you on the over here. I'm on Minnesota as well. But I wouldn't just automatically be betting against Detroit. This is a team that has a lot of good players here. The Brimcat. Uh, Kane, uh, Patrick Kane's actually playing pretty well. Dylan Larkin's back from uh, having his world rocked. And that game, I believe, was St. Louis a couple of uh, weeks ago. So uh, they're getting healthier. They should play better. Uh, that being said, I think the over was the way to attack this game. We know Minnesota could score. Kaprizov's got a, one, a nice little goal-scoring streak going there for the uh, uh, the Wild. They're probably still without uh, Zuccarello, so he's not going to play. In fact, it's one person who's out for them. Hartman could be out as well. So it's a little dicey here, but I'm with you on the over in Wild. So what do we do uh, out west uh, with some of these? Actually, uh, first, let me get to uh, the Blues taking on uh, the Stars here. Feels like a big number uh, to be laying here with the Stars on the road. But I, are you willing to do it? Are they uh, are they the better team here? They're the much better team. The Dallas Stars are one of the best teams in the NHL. Uh, even with the loss of uh, their top goalie, Ottinger, uh, Wedgwood's been mm. fine. Which is, uh, I mean, that might be more of a uh, tells you how good their defense is, right? And well, listen, I'm not knocking Wedgwood; he's a good, solid goaltender. But uh, you know, that's a really, really good team. Yeah, I'm on the Stars. I have met a parlay, and I took him. I got him a little less than minus 170 a while ago, but not much, maybe 164. That's about the highest I want to go straight up here to pay. Well, yeah, I'm on the Stars. The Blues, yeah, honestly, you don't know what you're gonna get from them, game in, game out. I mean, sometimes yeah. they're good. Sometimes they get they get rocked. They play terrible. Uh, I'm gonna hope tonight's a terrible night. Give me the Dallas Stars. So we have a uh, a rematch of a game that we uh, we saw there, right? Avalanche taking on uh, the Coyotes, and I believe they uh, Avalanche beat them four one, if I'm not mistaken, in that last game before the break took. So let's play it in Arizona and Tempe here. What what changes in this, if anything, here, cards tonight? I'm not so sure much changes. All right, we we know. Listen, we know the Avs are the better team. Are they going to come mm. out and play like? It? That's really the question here. McKinnon has been on fire of late. I think he's a great prop uh, tonight. You want to play him for a uh, prop goal, anytime goal scorer? Love it tonight. Uh, this team has had some issues, right? Because we had remember Ranton that came out three weeks ago blaming a yep. uh, a player's father for yelling at him in the press, and then Devin Taze uh, just before Christmas he came out complaining about the team how they're not. They're not playing as well as they should be playing, right? So this team has had some inner turmoil. Uh, they, they do seem to be playing better. Uh, Caleb McCarr is always someone to watch. We do expect him to play tonight, but he's been in the lineup, out of the lineup, in the lineup. You don't, you don't know what he's what you're going to get when you have uh, uh, Caleb McCarr. You want him in. He just changes the whole dynamic of the team. I like the abs tonight once again. That's my parlay, by the way, with the Dallas Stars. You like that with the Stars. All right, so what do we do with the, uh, with the Vegas Knights here who – uh, weren't great. Uh, what was it? That six three uh, uh, loss was it? Um, it, it? Not good here on the road. But I believe they're in Anaheim here tonight. What are we doing uh, with this? Uh, I'd like to say just lay the puck, uh, but I don't know. Some guys have gotten burned here recently with them on that. 
Well, you, you could throw out the last couple of games for the Vegas Golden Knights. They lost their top two goaltenders, right? Aiden Hill right. is on the IL and Logan Thompson also out. So that hurt. I mean, Baturka is really more of a minor league goaltender, but they had no choice but to use him there. Uh, they didn't make any moves because it was going to be short-term loss. Uh, Logan Thompson's back tonight. All right, so he's back. They got their number one goaltender. He was an all-star last year before Aiden Hill went on mm. that Stanley Cup winning streak there. So it's another parlay for me. I'm not going to lay a 235 here. You could lay the puck and a half. I don't mind that. Uh, but I went with a parlay with the, the Vegas Golden Knights, and maybe the next game you're going to talk about uh, with Los Angeles Kings taking on our lovely San Francisco yes. Sharks. Yes, well, I, you know, that all of a sudden wasn't as automatic there, uh, Kurtz, over the last month. Uh, how are you leaning in that one? Yeah, I'm going to take the Kings and the uh, the Knights. Once again, you want to lay the puck in the head? That's minus 137. I would much rather go uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights there. One right. little hiccup tonight is they're doing it to me again here. Cam Talbot is not the starting goaltender tonight. They're going with Riddish, but he played very well. So I'm not as worried about that as I was. I still have confidence. Kings and Knights. Kings. Knights getting it done here tonight. Plenty of NHL action as it is back. Center ice. Love it. Kurtz, best of luck with your plays, my man. Appreciate it as always. Game time decisions. Talks NFL next year on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Don't just ride the index. Seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at Fidelity.com slash Active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus and offering circular or if available a summary prospectus containing this information read it carefully while active etfs offer the potential to outperform an index these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive etfs fidelity brokerage services llc member nyse sipc reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. All right, welcome back in Game Time Decisions here on the Sports Grid Network. I'm Joe Ranieri. Get ready, of course, for week 17 of the NFL season, a very tricky part of the schedule here because you just never know uh, what teams uh, may just decide that, yeah, we want to risk having to pay you, so you're not playing, <laughs> a la the Denver, <laughs> Denver Broncos and Brady Cannon stepping in. Brady, you know exactly what I'm going. They did this to Derek Carr a couple of years, right, when they right, wanted to get rid right. of him uh, with the Raiders, yep. didn't want to risk injury, and yet week 17, here we are, Russell Wilson Denver Bronca, and it's I we just saw this game, didn't we, a couple of weeks ago, and didn't work out all that well for the Chargers. 
Uh, and now you couple this in here. I don't know. You feeling any better about the Chargers here? Well, I, I think the Chargers are live, certainly in like a teaser play or something like that, Joe. You know, you take them all the way up to plus 10 or you want to do a 10-point mm -hmm. teaser all the way to 13 or something like that. I don't really know what to make of Denver. I, I mean, I, I guess you can go with the angle that, you know, a change oftentimes jumpstarts a team. And, you know, I mean, Denver hasn't been that bad. Obviously, they come off of a really tough loss to the New England Patriots, but Prior to that, they were on a roll. Before heading to Detroit, they'd won six out of seven. Uh, so mm. I, I really do believe this. This I don't think this is so much based on Russell Wilson's play. I believe it is more of a personality conflict with Sean Payton and obviously the contractual obligation that, you know, if he were to get injured, they owe him another $37 million or however that plays out. But I think this is more contractual and kind of a conflict as far as Sean Payton. You know, he's not, I don't think he's really Payton's guy. I don't think it's too much involved with Russell Wilson's play. He hasn't been all that bad this year. Right. Well, <laughs> It hasn't, but it's uh, it's interesting that apparently Sean Payton's got that kind of clout, I guess, uh, in the front office there. Where if he's going, we got it. We can't win with him. Like we're gonna have to move on. It's interesting that this is the path that they are deciding uh, to go with. Uh, Thursday night also very interesting game because the Jets get to see front and center what could have been they could have kept Flacco they could have signed him uh, Brady but no he's going to the Browns and he's throwing the ball all over the place it, it's not necessarily do or die for the Browns in this game here but you'd be hard-pressed I think to find anybody willing to lay the seven and a half no I agree with you. I, I think it's a little rich. My, my number comes to six. Um, I, I did play the Browns in a money line parlay, however. I do believe Ooh. that they will win this game. Um, I'm trying to recall. I think I paired it with, like, the Chiefs and the Eagles or something like that. Mm. Uh, Three-teamer. Uh, I think the Chiefs will bounce back. I think the Eagles are, are not the Eagles we uh, we knew from last year, but uh, the Cardinals, I, I think, you know, I don't think they have much of a shot in that game to win it. And the Browns, I do think they'll take care of business on Thursday night. This, this is a heck of a story. And Kevin Stefanski yeah. now, you know, up towards the top of the board for coach of the year, and I think it's absolutely well-deserved. Uh, another quarterback goes down last week, DTR. Dorian Thompson-Robinson comes in, you know, to do a, a different kind of gadget play or whatever. He gets tweaked. So it's all Flacco now, and, and and who knows? Maybe we'll be back to P.J. Walker before this is all said and done. But, you know, the Browns actually still could win this division. Uh, they have exceeded their uh, season win total. I cashed that ticket last week when they got yep. to 10. I do also have a ticket on them to win the AFC at 20-1. to 1. I don't know if they're going to get to that position, but I just hope that they can get to a second playoff game and I can find a good hedge opportunity for myself. I think they've been a great story this year. Jim Schwartz, this guy should be the MVP, yeah. right? Maybe assistant coach of the year. And, and, you know, I saw some guy put it out, you know, the, the assistant coach of the year rankings and who should get it. Uh, the guy here, Patrick Graham in Las Vegas, is certainly a candidate with that defense. I don't know if Schwartz yep. is truly the guy because he probably has the most talent uh, of anybody on that list. And he did, he's done a wonderful job with that talent. Um, but, like, nobody expected the Raiders defense to do what they've been doing lately. No, no. It's uh, – it, yeah. They've always had that talent, ironically enough, in Cleveland, right. and they've always right. figured out a way to screw it up. So it's good to see that uh, that somebody 
actually knows what they're doing there. Uh, you saw the Ravens upend uh, the 49ers, push them around, play bully ball. Uh, are they going to have any success doing that against the Dolphins this week? I think it's a good letdown spot for the Ravens here, Joe. I actually played the Dolphins catching three and a half for a minute there on Tuesday. You could have had plus four, but those went away pretty quickly. Uh, so I did play the Dolphins plus three and a half. When I crunch my numbers, I make it Ravens minus one and a half. I think this will be a tightly contested game, and I do think it's asking a lot of Baltimore to go into that primetime game on Christmas night against the big bad 49ers, win outright as nearly a full touchdown underdog the beneficiary of five turnovers by the way they were out yarded in the game uh, and you know the Dolphins have really been improving tremendously they're one of the best teams in the league over the last six seven weeks on defense whereas the last three four weeks the Ravens have actually been regressing we keep hearing these announcers you know tell us that they have the most sacks in the league and I'm banging on the TV going guys they haven't had a sack in two weeks okay that, that yeah, hasn't happened cool. in a while they haven't been able to get to the quarterback in the last couple weeks uh, they're giving up grounds on or they're giving up yards on the ground so if that Miami running game can can get going worries me a little bit that Jalen Waddle will be out for this game but uh, I, I think we're going to be okay I think it's a good flat spot possibility here for the uh, Baltimore Ravens coming off of that win over San Francisco and you know you could say well Miami just won a big game well they did what they were mm. supposed to do they're one and a half two-point favorite that's exactly what happened so you know they they met expectations where Baltimore in the eye of the public exceeded expectations and I think that's another factor I think the public will, will jump on them right back again this week and expect this team to just continue to roll but uh, they have uh, shown a few holes that that was a tremendous performance on yeah. Sunday night but they do have a couple of holes and you know I, I think right now it's even Lamar Jackson he's the MVP darling everything's going you know coming up yep. roses for the Ravens right now could be a spot where a darn good Miami team catches them so what do we do with the team that lost to Miami here Dallas uh, because this will be by far the best team they have played at home uh you know everyone talks about how great a home team they are seven and oh right six and one against a number well guess who's pretty good on the road detroit yeah, is six right. and two on the road this year so i don't see letdown spot i don't see that's not they still have a ton to play for here detroit um do we trust dallas to lay i mean we're almost laying a touchdown here yeah, no, I think that number's ridiculous, Joe. I couldn't believe it when I saw it earlier this week. Um, when I crunch my stats, I come out with Dallas like minus one and a half or two. I, I think I have mm. Dallas rated a half point better than the Lions. I think they're very close uh, to one another. Uh, so my power ratings came out like three, I believe, in favor of Dallas. And, and like I say, when I crunched the stats, it was even lower than that. Now, I'm not going to run to the window and play the Lions either because I believe it is very positive. A younger team it is very possible that these guys are celebrating a little bit after winning their first division in 30 years that's a big story you know dan campbell said you know we're going to remain focused and you're right they do have absolutely uh you know uh, accomplishments that they ha uh, still have to play for they could possibly be even the number one seed uh but they yeah. can certainly uh, try and grab the number two seed so it's not just relax and rest the starters in that type of mode for the lions for sure 
But on the other hand, you know, Dallas really is a machine at home. They should bounce back after losing two straight games. They were embarrassed by the Buffalo Bills. So I think a money line parlay play is something you can work out here with the Dallas Cowboys, but I certainly wouldn't lay the six. So we got a lot of people limping uh, to the finish line here. Uh, what do we do with Jacksonville? Is it just a strict yeah. fade? To them, I mean, because I, I don't trust them, but Carolina seems to be getting an awful lot of love in the marketplace right now. Right, right. I, I mean, if you can still get out there and grab a seven, I think that's a great number. You know, there are some six and a halfs out there with juice on the mm. favorite. So you might even be able to buy it to seven and not pay a ridiculous price. I think you really have to get the seven either that or, you you know, you put it into a 10 point teaser or something like mm. that. And I think you're safe that way as well. But I think getting seven uh, Carolina is absolutely live. And, you know, to answer your question there initially, Joe, yeah, I, I think Jackson Jacksonville is kind of a fade. This team has been an absolute mess, and Trevor Lawrence, his health just continues to get worse and worse. This guy's had a recent concussion, a recent ankle injury, and now he's got a bum shoulder. I really think there's a good chance he doesn't play. And, okay, if he doesn't play, there, there's a downgrade there at quarterback when you go to C.J. Beathard. Their defense hasn't yep. been playing well at all. And if Lawrence does play, I, I mean, he's a shell of himself. So, I think this is really tough to back Jacksonville here. I wouldn't even do it on a teaser or a money line. You know, and then, then there's the whole, you know, the end of the year, the must-win team against the team that wants to play spoiler. I always like to play on yes. the team that wants to play spoiler here. The Carolina Panthers have been playing hard. They look like they're having fun out there. They're playing with enthusiasm, and they're staying in games really ever since the coaching change. And I think they're going to continue to do that. They're trying to finish strong, and, and Jacksonville's just trying to hang on for dear life. Oh, my goodness. Uh, real quick here, Brady, before we get you out of there, as we'll throw your plays up uh, quickly. Um, can we trust Minnesota? Boy, you know, I, I think the better question is, can I trust Green Bay? <laughs> I, that, that team almost lost to the Panthers, you know? I, I'd lay it with Minnesota before I did anything with the Packers. I wouldn't even tease them up through the key numbers. Uh, Green Bay, boy, that is, they are Jekyll and Hyde. They continue to underplay yep. their numbers. I can't do anything with the Packers. Brady Cannon, appreciate the time as always. Game time decisions. Come back and join us here on The Grid. <laughs> sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com don't just ride the index seek to outperform it with fidelity active etfs learn more at fidelity.com active etfs before investing in any exchange traded fund you should consider its investment objectives risks charges and expenses contact fidelity for a prospectus and offer circular or if available a summary prospectus containing this information read it carefully while active etfs offer the potential to outperform an index these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive etfs fidelity brokerage services llc member nyse sipc reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. All right, welcome back in here. Game time decisions here on the Sports Grid Network on this uh, Wednesday. I'm Joe Ranieri. Plenty more still coming your way here tonight as we've got uh, one college football uh, bowl game in the books here with Virginia Tech all over Tulane there, 41-20. Currently, West Virginia on top of North Carolina, 17-10 to with 11 minutes ago in the third. Uh, interesting to see the other two games coming up tonight. Louisville taking on USC. And then, of course, Texas A&M taking on Oklahoma State. And the man taking the reins at the top of the hour, helping you through all of that. Scotty Wetzel in the house joining us. And, uh, Scotty, we were talking off air about, yeah, good luck betting these uh, bowl games here. Uh, it used to be we could just motivation was our only handicapping vet find the team that's motivated now i have to i have to go down four on the depth chart just to figure out who's going to be catching the ball who's going to be throwing the ball bowl games are very very different these days here did you like any of the games uh, on tap uh, on the schedule yeah, I did. You know, I actually went uh, two and one yesterday. Uh, lost with UNLV. Oh. They missed that two point conversion. So I was oh. like, you know what? Two and one is almost like a four and zero in, in a regular season, right? <laughs> just a dopey bowl game. So stayed away from the first two. I do like the last two. Again, it, it's angles. You're right, Joe. I mean, when I was watching number eighty nine play quarterback for Syracuse, that that kind of to me yes. sums up how this bowl season has been, right? I mean, I, I got a yep. tight end or wide receiver, whatever he was, playing quarterback for Syracuse. So yep. I'm looking for a little something. I like Louisville tonight. I know the line has dropped down to six. Uh, you know, it was seven, seven and a half. There's a lot of Oklahoma. Uh, or USC rather I, I don't get it you know the Lincoln Riley factor you know he's, he's one in four in bowl games um, you know they've lost five of their last six is uh, did USC I just don't see any reason no Caleb Williams obviously I, I don't see any reason why USC should all of a sudden decide to play tonight uh, Pac-12 bowl teams 0-15 against the spread a little Mark Lawrence special uh, when they're coming off a straight up and against the spread loss um, you know, Link, again, Lincoln Riley won in four. And then you throw in Louisville played like dogs against uh, Florida State in the ACC championship game. So I'm thinking, all right, that's going to give them the motivation. They've had a real good year. Uh, I can see the coach saying, we don't want to end the season on two bad losses. So I, I, I think uh, Louisville has the edge there. They're the better team defensively for sure. So I'll, I'll lay the wood with Louisville. And then Oklahoma State is really like, it's hard to make a case for Texas A now. That this is what scares me with this game. Whew. I mean, 13, at least 13 players. That's a, as of last week, have transferred out of Texas A&M. 
head coach gets fired. The interim head coach got the Syracuse job. So what interest do you think he has in coaching this game, right? I mean, none. And, and this is the recruiting season. So you think he's spending time yep. for a meaningless bowl game, or is he out there trying to recruit kids to go to Syracuse, right? Uh, so I, I, I don't, you know, Oklahoma State finished 7-1. and one. You know, they also got embarrassed in the Big 12 championship game against Texas, so they should have a little chip on their shoulder. Uh, this line flipped completely. It was Texas A&M being favored by a couple points. Now it's Oklahoma State, and the line keeps on going up. Last I saw it was three and a half, but again, it's to me, it's tough to make a case for Texas A&M. No, it, it's, I mean, there is literally nobody left on that team, and I don't blame uh, those guys. I mean, what are they staying for? Right. Everyone that they had agreed to play with is already gone. So uh, it's an absolute uh, debacle, and Gundy, over the years has been pretty good, uh, a pretty good bet here in the, in this spot in these bowl games. And they got Ollie Gordon coming back, not going to the draft. He'll be back again next year. So a lot of things to be excited about if you are backing uh, Oklahoma State in this one for sure. I'm thinking, though, since apparently the market overreacts to any little story whatsoever in these bowl games, I'm thinking you and I hop on X twitter whatever you want to call it now these days right. and i say that we go rumor has it caleb williams is playing in this game tonight uh he decided to go to and let's watch this line flip two touchdowns to usc so then we can hammer louisville again even more i can't get over the ridiculousness just last night with kansas and Bean. always oh, sick he's not playing that was a 13 13 and a half point spread that dropped all the way down to seven on the thought that maybe the quarterback was sick like you got to be kidding me scotty yeah and what happens they win by 13 so I, you know and i was going to bet them regardless because i generally bet double digit underdogs and uh and what? i didn't I, you know i got an 11 and a half and, and so i said you know mentioned they missed that two-point conversion but if you had Bonkers. the original number yeah you yep. would have been a winner you would have been a winner yep, uh, yep. because someone yep. throws something out there that it might not play it, it drops like that <laughs> yeah yeah. It's crazy. And then we got quarterbacks always not available. Frank Harris couldn't play for UTSA. Like the list, it's getting weirder and weirder as uh, as the bowl season uh, progresses. But of course, uh, plenty of opportunities this weekend uh, coming up here. A lot of January 1st bowl games. Did you circle a champion yet here? Did you? Are you leaning towards one of the four teams remaining that you think is going to win it all regardless is the winner come out of the alabama michigan game or does it come out of texas and washington yeah i'm, I'm you know i think i'm going against the grain i'm in the minority here i, I like washington i i think they've had the toughest schedule uh, out of all the teams i i never thought they were going to be able to run the gauntlet in the pac-12 which is a really good conference obviously this year they were able to they beat oregon when mm. they were a monster underdog after they beat them originally they, they get no respect they're like the little sisters of the poor i don't know what they need to do joe i mean they got a heisman trophy type of quarterback <laughs> so it's not like they don't have a, a, a nobody they have star players uh DeBoer the head coach has been terrific I think he's lost like three games since he's gotten the job a couple of years ago um I'll gladly take Washington and then I'll, I'll take my chances they win against either Alabama or Michigan so give me the Huskies I think they're gonna win it all plus 700 right now seven to one yeah. that they uh they run the table and it wouldn't I'm with you I, I don't think it would shock me at all if uh if Washington ends up running the table with how well they can pass 
against uh, those defenses. I don't think it'll be a problem there. Uh, NBA action underway, six games tonight. Did you have anything on the card you liked? Yeah, I like two. I like two. I like Oklahoma City against the Knicks. It's up to three. Uh, I think it's a tough spot emotionally for New York, right? They got walloped by Milwaukee the day before Christmas, and then they played the Bucks the next day. Big emotional game, right? Big win for them. Give them all the credit in the world. To come back down to earth, you play you know, you know, Giannis twice back-to-back Christmas Day, the whole kid caboodle. Now you're flying to Oklahoma City and you're playing the Thunder? Really? Uh, <laughs> and listen, the Thunder's a really good team, but that's a tough emotional spot. I, I like OKC at home. Basically, pick them odds three, you know, maybe three and a half, but uh, depending on where when you do your shopping. And then the other one is I, I like the Dallas Mavericks laying three and a half against Cleveland. I know Dallas doesn't play for whatever reason particularly well at home. They, they really they play seemingly better on the road. Nice win at Phoenix the other day. Um, they should be able to beat Cleveland, which is just a 500 basketball team. So that, that's a low number to me. I'm surprised it's that low. I figured that would be like five and a half or so. But uh, mm. even the two home teams, uh, you know, laying uh, three, three and a half points uh, against, which I think is inferior competition, especially Dallas against Cleveland. I, mean, I don't think the Cavs are better than uh, than the Mavericks. Nope. No, I, I don't. And uh, he is just a machine, uh, Donchick, is what he is when it's uh, yeah. all said and done. Uh, it's just absolutely crazy. All right, so they whispered into my ear. I should have known this was coming here. But <laughs> the Dodgers play uh, spend a billion dollars in two players here, uh, and there is no doubt you are looking for a way to fade this team in every way, shape, and form. So please tell me what is the approach to the Dodgers spending a billion dollars on two players. How many World Series championships do you have to win to justify paying that for two players? I would think in 10 years, I would think at least two, right? At least if not really three. But <laughs> here's the deal. What FanDuel actually, Joe, has an over-under. I don't know if you saw it or not. I don't think I've made a graphic or not. But... They got the over-under win total on the Dodgers already. They're the only ones, at least on FanDuel. So okay. when I looked it up, someone mentioned it on a podcast. I said, you know, let, let me look it up. Let's just see if it's even there. And it was there. I thought before I saw it, 108 and a half, 107 and a half, maybe 109 and a half. And that's what I just, okay. not that they deserve to be that high, but just the euphoria. You sign Otani, you sign the pitcher. I mean, everyone's thinking the Dodgers are a machine. And, and they're going to post a really crazy number. It's only 104 and a half. Now, oh. last year was everything that could have gone wrong for the Dodgers pitching staff went wrong, and they still won 100 games. The year before, mm-hmm. they won 111 when everything went right. The year before, they won 106. The year before, that was the COVID year, they won 47 games, but they were on pace to win well over 105. The year before that, they won 106. So they're giving us a number in which they hit four out of the last five years, and the only year they didn't do it last year was, again, because everybody under pitching staff got hurt, and they still won 100 games. They're still in a lousy division, despite what Arizona did this this offseason. San Fran stinks. Colorado blows. The Padres are, are, are selling pieces left and right. How is this team not winning 105 games, as crazy as that sounds? That number, this is what I'll tell you, Joe. Whether they do it or not, who knows? Injuries happen left and right. 
I'm telling you right now as we sit here on December 27th, that number of 104.5 will not be 104.5 next spring. When it, when people really Ooh. start betting on baseball, I bet you that's up to 107, 107.5. They'll tack on when people really start realizing that number. That'll be bet way up. I guarantee it. That'll be uh, that'll be through the roof. I got kind of a, a I agree with you there, but aren't you a little bit worried because you Otani's not going to be a pitcher, at least not in the foreseeable future. Kershaw is 108. He's leaving. Urias is bye bye. What the hell is left? Like, what is your starting rotation going to look like? That's the problem for this Dodger team. And as much as everyone's blowing smoke up, yeah, Yamamoto, yeah, congratulations. I'm sure he's great, but. There is a little bit of a learning curve, too, isn't there? There is, but it's the Dodgers, you know? I mean, are the Dodgers really going to sit there if he's not any good? They'll spend money, right? I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like I said, they true. won 100 games this that's year without true. even trying. They weren't even really yep. challenged that much in the second half of the season. So they're not a finished product. Um, you know, they get a couple of guys back. The they get Padres Bueller back are gonna from bounce back? You don't think this? What's <laughs> You don't think the I Padres mean, are going to bounce back? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, listen, it could be a different subtraction without Soto. But they lose well, Snell, they lose Soto. That's not a bad idea. Yep, yeah. that's not a bad idea. But clearly, the owner oh, realized that you can't buy a championship. So Yeah, no. Um, so did the Giants. I don't know, 104 and a half. Win. When they have, like I said, they've hit 105 for the last five years. I love it. Um, I love it. Who wants I hope to they won 110. Yeah, yeah, I hope they win 110, which if they if they remain healthy and do it, that's going to be maybe the easiest bet that you have ever made. And it'll cash before you even get to September. Uh, that's how crazy that bet is with this team there. Hard to believe here. But, hey, once the clock turns to 2024 there, uh, Scotty, you know we'll only be uh, 45 days away from our pitchers and catchers reporting too and then the craziness begins again for major league baseball scotty wenzel best of luck with your plays here tonight taking over top of the hour we'll close it out next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com don't just ride the index seek to outperform it with fidelity active etfs learn more at fidelity.com active etfs before investing in any exchange traded fund you should consider its investment objectives risks charges and expenses contact fidelity for a prospectus and offering circular or if available a summary prospectus containing this information read it carefully while active etfs offer the potential to outperform an index these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive etfs fidelity brokerage services llc member nyse sipc reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Donald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. 
All right, welcome back in game time decisions here on the Sports Grid Network as we wrap up this edition. But much more still to come here tonight. Great card in the association uh, tipping off in a few minutes. You got the Knicks and OKC. I'm actually looking very forward uh, to seeing these two teams uh, go at it here. We also have the Suns taking on the Rockets as well as the Cavs taking on the Dallas Mavericks. Currently, though, the Nets up one over the Milwaukee Bucks, 20 to 19 in that one here with about three and a half to go. Also, the Wizards and the Raptors here dropping in a whole lot of points, 52 to 46 here in the uh, second quarter. And the Magic are knotted up 42 apiece with the 76ers. That, too, is in the second quarter. Scotty Wetzel and company will take over here in just a few. They'll have you covered here the whole night, including a couple of bowl games. Uh, one currently going on now, the Mayo Bowl. West Virginia still up 17-10 to 10 over North Carolina. You got the opening kick a few moments away between USC and Louisville. And then, of course, the late game is going to be Oklahoma State taking on Texas A&M. And in that game, absolutely nobody is really sure exactly who will be playing for Texas A&M as the, uh, the opt-outs and the transfers have been over the top. Much more tomorrow, too. Get ready. Fenway Bowl, Miami taking on Rutgers. BC taking on SMU in the Fenway Bowl. A lot of college football coming up throughout the week, all culminating to a January 1st playoff championship with Alabama taking on Michigan. Then you got Washington taking on Texas. I kind of agree with Scotty. I uh, think at uh, plus 700 right now, Washington is the best deal to win a national championship. Best of luck with all your plays here tonight. Game Time Decisions returns tomorrow. Good luck. Don't just ride the index. Seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.